Welcome to Leading Behind the Scene. I'm your host, Gwendolyn Young, the go-to business and operations consultant for six-figure CEOs who are ready to greet their next level of growth. And I'm ready to share tools, strategies, and tips to help you excel in your business and your life. If you're a service-based entrepreneur, be sure to join me each Thursday. Find me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And don't forget to follow the show on your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. And if you love the content, leave me a rating review. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey, it's your girl, Coach Jackie, and we are back with the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth by John Maxwell. Today, we're going to pick up on laws four, five, and six, the law of reflection, the law of consistency, and the law of environment. The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth by John Maxwell help us to grow and develop ourselves. And growing and developing ourselves provide us the best chance of becoming the person we were created to be. So the law of reflection. The law of reflection allows growth. That pause allows this growth to catch up with you. It's a self-imposed timeout. I call it stepping out of the traffic. This is why we do our annual retreats, to step out of the traffic, to check in with yourself. A salah is like pausing and calmly thinking about what is going on in our lives. The power of pausing allows reflection to turn experience into insight. And everyone needs a time and a place to be alone. And then there are those times where you can like go on retreats with like-minded people who are also stepping out of the, the traffic and they're on that same growth journey with you, right? Intentional pausing expands our thinking. And if you are a leader, pausing is vital to your success. I love what Dr. Caroline Leaf says that it causes deep intellectual thought. And she says that the process of thinking and choosing is the most powerful thing in the universe after God. And it is a phenomenal gift from God to be treasured and to be used properly. I'm going to say it once again. If you are a leader, pausing is essential for your success. So when you're taking the time to pause and to reflect, John says that there are really four basic directions that your thinking should go to. We call this the power of the I, investigation, incubation, illumination, and illustration. Investigation, find meaning in each experience. Incubation, slow cooking your reflection. Illumination, place value on your experiences and illustration. Expand experiences into lessons. Investigation. There's a corny old joke about two guys who've been given the job of cleaning out a stable and they're up to their ankles in horse manure. And one says to the other, there's got to be a horse around here somewhere. (laughs) Well, some things are obvious and don't require reflection to figure them out. Others require a person to play detective. 
The great scientist Galileo said, all truths are easy to understand once they are discovered. The point is to discover them. And that takes investigation. Pausing means more than just slowing down to smell the roses. It means stopping and really figuring them out. That generally requires a person to ask questions. The thing to remember is that continual growth from experiences is only possible when we discover insights and truths within them. And that comes from investigation. Incubation, slow cooking your reflection. Incubation is taking an experience of life and putting it into the slow cooker of your mind to simmer for a while. It's very similar to meditation. I would actually call it meditation. It's like the flip side of prayer. When I pray, I talk to God. And when I meditate, I listen to him. Incubation is listening and learning. So this is where you want to take your affirmations, you want to take your scriptures, your promises and things like that. And you want to take the time to think about them, ponder them, say them over and over unto yourself, right? You have to give your ideas as long as they need until you discover an insight or an experience. And then you move into the next I, which is going to be illumination. Jim Rohn remarked, at the end of each day, you should play back the tapes of your performance. The results should either applaud you or prod you. What he's talking about is illumination, the aha moments in your life, the epiphanies when you experience sudden realization or insight. It's when the proverbial light bulb turns on. And few things in life are more rewarding than such moments, right? But we find that you will only experience those moments of illumination after you spend time investigating an idea and then allowing it to incubate for a period of time. But such moments are the reward for committing time and effort to pausing and reflecting. And then we move into illustration, expand experiences into lessons. Most good ideas are like skeletons. They provide good structure, but they need meat on their bones. They lack substance, and until they have it, they aren't that useful. What would a speech be without good illustrations? It would just be a flat outline, right? What would a book be without fleshed out ideas and good stories and insightful quotes? Boring. Illustrating is the process of putting flesh on ideas. Author and firefighter Peter M. Lashak believes all of us are watchers of television, time clocks, of traffic on the freeway, but few are observers. Everyone is looking, not many are seeing. I believe I heard the late Dr. Miles Monroe say the same thing. That isn't true, though, for people who find a place to reflect and who are intentional about pausing to allow learning to catch up with them. So learning to pause allows growth to catch up with you. It's what Peter Drucker says, follow effective action 
with quiet reflection. And from the quiet reflection will come more effective action. This says that some growth would only come to us if we are willing to stop, to pause, and allow the lesson to catch up with us. There's an old saying that experience is the best teacher, but in reality, evaluated experience is the best teacher. If it was just experience, this would mean that as people get older, they would be wiser. But we know that isn't always true. It's not what you did. It's what you learned from what you did that's going to help you grow and develop yourself as a person. As leaders, we should live in the cycle of learn, live, lead. What did I learn today? How can I apply what I learned And how can I pass on what I learned today? This is best at the end of the day. Make it a daily habit. Now, this leads us into the next law, the law of consistency. The law of consistency, there's a quote by Jim Tresso that says, the hallmark of excellence, the test of greatness is consistency. The law of consistency says motivation gets you going, but discipline keeps you going. You have to realize that your potential is not an event, a goal, or a product. Your potential is a constant journey of discovery, of growth, and of insight. And you want to grow consistently. Do you know what you need to improve? Do you even know how you need to improve? Is it in motivation and personality? Start with the small stuff. Be patient with yourself. And then always, always, always value the process. Listen, the successful person has the habit of doing the things that failures don't like to do. The successful person really doesn't like to do them either, but their dislike is subordinate to the strength of purpose. Come on, isn't that good? That's what E.M. Gray said. You want to keep growing consistently. Do you even know why you want to improve? Has quitting become a habit to you? I recently read a quote by a, a man of God that said, that God keeps allowing things to happen around you so your quit will show up. And once you surrender your quit, then you're ready to move to the next level. Do you even know when you're supposed to improve? I want you to take a look at your watch or your phone or your calendar or your clock and tell me when does someday come or when does it show up on your watch or your clock. It's time to do it now. You also need to know what your why is. You need a really big why because you're going to need that when you don't feel like it, right? And remember, your growth is not a single event. This is a journey that we're on. So here's what I want to do. Let's do a little paradigm shift And let's look at some distinctions between being goal conscious and growth conscious. So hear me, maybe it's time to stop setting goals. Yeah, you heard me, right? 
What if it's time to stop setting goals? We're going to talk about the difference between goal conscious and growth conscious. Goal consciousness says I'm focusing on a destination, right? Growth consciousness says I'm focusing. This is a journey. This is a journey we're on. Goal conscious motivates you and others. Growth consciousness says I'm maturing. I'm growing for you and for others. Goal conscious, seasonal, growth conscious, lifelong. Goal conscious challenges you. Growth conscious changes you. We're after transformation. Goal conscious stops when the goal is reached. Growth conscious keeps growing beyond the goal. Goal conscious waits for growth to come. Growth conscious takes responsibility to grow. Goal conscious learns only from mistakes. Growth learns before mistakes. Goal depends on good luck. Growth relies on hard work. If you develop the habits of success, you will make success a habit. So motivation gets you going. Discipline keeps you growing. The quote again from Jim Trestle, the hallmark of excellence, the test of greatness is consistency. I love what John says. He says that consistency compounds. Small disciplines repeated with consistency every day lead to great achievement gained slowly over time. You need some understanding with this. Napoleon Hill says it's the right goals and the right actions. So again, do you know what you need to improve? Is it yourself, your thoughts, your choices, your discipline, attitude, your thinking, your strengths? Do you know how you need to improve? Start simple and do it daily. Do you know why you want to continue to improve? You must have a solid why, what we call why power, because it's your why that will keep you motivated long after the rush of energy and enthusiasm wears off. Your why can carry you through. And when willpower isn't enough, your why will carry you through. Think of your why as a power. I think it's Frankel who says that he who has a why to live can bear almost any how. What's your why? What's your calling? How will you make a difference? And what will be your legacy? Let's move on to our last law for today, the law of environment. The law of environment says that growth thrives in conducive surroundings. Mark Cain says that the first step toward success is taken when you refuse to be a captive of the environment you first find yourself in. I'm going to read that again. The first step toward success is taken when you refuse to be a captive of the environment you first find yourself in. There comes a time in everyone's life where you need to change your environment in order to grow. John says, and I've heard others like Bishop Jake said as well, that if you're the smartest person or the best person in the group, then you need to be in another group. The best place to learn is always where others are ahead of you. So when we talk about a growth environment, here are a few things we mean by that. A growth environment is a place where you are continually challenged. You're often out of your comfort zone. The people around you are faster, quicker, better, and smarter. So it's time to assess your current environment, 
but it begins with you. This means we're not waiting around. The growth environment that needs to be created starts with me and it starts with you. Build your nourishment centers, meaning like what music ministers to you? What are you listening to? What are you reading? What books change you and what people encourage you? The first step toward success is taken when you refuse to be captive of the environment you first find yourself in and growth thrives in conducive surroundings. And that ends our three lessons for today. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Leading Behind the Scene. I hope you found some encouragement or helpful information today to help move your business and or your life forward. If you have a specific topic you'd like me to talk about or guests you'd like me to have on the show, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. I love connecting with my listeners. Also, be sure to follow the podcast so you never miss an episode and leave me a rating review. I'll see you next week.